today. Don Lamont grills Katie Hobbs over her refusal to debate Carrie Lake. Joe Biden struggles to complete a sentence in Miami, and Anne Hathaway claims abortion can be merciful. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, and I'm joined today by Blaze TV contributor and host of Conspiracy Castle, Alex Stein, in the building. Uh, also joined by Jason Buttrell, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program, who, as we were going to the open, was like, is that really how you say his last name? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's how I say his last name. It's not how he would prefer me to pronounce it. But I'm just going by, uh, you know, Alex's biological father's Tucker. Naming. Daddy, yeah. yeah. Don Lamont. And, you know, you're saying Jason Buttrell, you know, when he was in the service, they had a lot of other nick cute nicknames for him as well. So that's why it hits home a little bit. He doesn't like it. He his doesn't name. like it when you change They say names. Jason Asrell. Is that the number? Is that, is that the Astrell. That's what Astrell. made me lose my bearing every yeah. single time. It's so stupid, too. <laughs> no, oh, it's so original. So, <laughs> wow, it's like but, but not. It's actually funny, though, because I had to grow up with that. So yeah. now it's just like, there's really no, there's no, you know, variation of my name that will not make me laugh. It's hilarious. <laughs> I'm still teaching that to my kids, though. They yeah. haven't figured that out yet. Right. Right. Um, well, speaking of Don Lamont, this morning, I say this morning because remember, he got his primetime show taken away from him. It was his choice. Sucks. It was his choice. That's Sarah. right. He wanted to share the stage with two females. That's Not what he demotion. wanted in and the morning. He lose a primetime spot and be in the morning when nobody's watching. That in was the mornings choice, with yeah. less viewership. It's what he wanted. All right. He doesn't want to hog the spotlight. He wants to share the spotlight here. And so this morning, Don Lamont grilled uh, Katie Hobbs over her refusal to debate Carrie Lake. And again, this is just like yesterday when he we played the clip of him interviewing John Fetterman. He's really when you have CNN pressing these Democrat candidates and not letting them get away with non answers, you know that they are in trouble. Watch. Why not debate your opponent if you believe your opponent is, you know, has issues in the spreading conspiracy theories about a stolen election and so mm -hmm. on, and it's not being truthful with the, the people of Arizona, why then not get on the debate stage and, and debate her? You know, not only is Carrie Lake, has she centered her entire platform around this election denialism, um, I didn't want to give her a bigger stage to do that. You're not mm. stopping her from spreading yeah. Whatever you believe that you know, she is spreading, by not debating her, she can go on television, she can talk about it, she can go in front of the, the people of Arizona every single day and talk about it, but you're not confronting her on it. And it seems like it would be an easy fix if you stood up on a debate stage and, and confronted her about these issues. Look, we're six days out from the election, and our campaign strategy is our campaign strategy. She won't answer these tough mm -hmm. questions um, to uh, to real reporters. So she only talks to fake But Secretary, it's, it's not just webcam. her that you won't debate. You also like did not debate your yeah. Democratic yeah. primary opponent, Marco uh -oh. Lopez. Uh -oh. Why? And uh -oh. have you ever? Have you ever? I was, I was, I was miles ahead of him. Oh, oh God! Miles, uh, breaking miles ahead of him in the race and one handily. It, it's a totally different situation here. Well, it's it's not debating your opponent again. Have you ever debated your opponent <laughs> wow. for political yes, office? I yes, I have. Oh my God! I was I I had I have secondhand embarrassment right now from that exchange for Katie Hobbs. Well, I'm the king of cringe, and honestly, that actually gives me a little bit of hope because. 
only so long can you exist in a vacuum where you're just in an echo chamber of mm -hmm. liberal ideas where so much so like they see how bad these candidates are like Fetterman, like Katie Hobson, like do I really want to get behind this person? Especially it's like, this is the enemy. They say white supremacy is the biggest problem. So now it's just some random like white girl and then Fetterman just some randomly white guy. So it's like, they don't even mark or click the check box. They don't even check the boxes of the people that they want to help, the marginalized people. So it's like, I, I'm just not surprised that they're going after these candidates because they seem like a good target for them. It would make them look more based if they go after them. Well, they also, I think, know that these candidates are going to lose. Exactly. And they're like, oh crap, we better uh, this is the Titanic and it is sinking really fast and we better grab a life raft and jump off. I think if, if this was any other out, if this was like a Fox News interview, I would be like, oh, they're going after that candidate. This is CNN. I don't think they actually are going after the candidate. I, I really don't. I think, I think it's frustration because they actually do believe that white supremacists are falling out of the rafters. And I think I tripped over a couple walking on stage. <laughs> yeah. just Ooh, everywhere, we've got a you know? bunch yeah. here. I know, you're just like, whoa, it's another one Play right there. Play TV. It's crazy. A bunch of white supremacists, <laughs> led by, of course, Sarah Gonzalez. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, but I, th I think people like uh, old Don Lamont, mm -hmm. I, I think they're frust actively frustrated. They, they yeah. want to publicly humiliate Carrie Lake. They want to do that to every other. They want to publicly humiliate uh, Doc Do they Oz. think they're going to do that with uh, Katie Hobbs? No. Well, I, I, you know, I, I, I am kind of curious. I, I do think they want to try, though, because they want to yeah, fight yeah. it out. Yeah. And they, they want, and for one, she said that Carrie Lake has centered her campaign around election denialism, which is complete and total BS. Mm -hmm. In fact, she's actually scaled back away from that. She's been doing that from the from very beginning. That's, yeah, they keep trying to take her back to that place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. I mean, but what Carolyn is now doing is just like centering on what Arizonans actually want, mm -hmm. like what that concerns them. And that scares the crap out of them. So they have to pivot and deflect and say, oh, no, it's all about election denialism, whatever the hell that is. Yeah. But no, that, 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 that that's not the case. But I also think that the reason why she's kind of like not knowing how to answer is because I think Nancy Pelosi and the DNC have been saying, no, go to your basement, do what we did with Joe, right? Mm. Don't let him speak. Just go down, go into the basement, don't do anything because what we saw with Fetterman, that yeah, scared the crap out of That was going to be my question. They don't want why, that again. Why did they let Fetterman do it? Yeah, well, I mean, they were trying to spin this as, oh, no, you know, it's, you know, he's so brave and he's, you know, he's trying anyway. And then people <laughs> didn't buy that bull crap. No. They know that severely hurt them. So they're putting it, they he's put a lockdown. But he's trying it anyway, guys. And we got to give don't him a round ableist, of applause. Don't be an ableist. Right, right. We got to give him a round of applause. <laughs> I'm going to tell you one of, one of the uh, jobs that I am completely completely comfortable being an ableist for is uh, Senate, United <laughs> States Senate. Like, yes, I am going to say you need to not be mentally incapacitated. President of the United States, another one. Shockingly, I don't think you should be mentally incapacitated if you are going to uh, be president or a United States senator or United States congressperson. I don't know. Is that, am I, is that too... Yeah, it's too much to ask for. Yeah, we, we need yeah because we need an autistic president. That's the future. And and really, if these if I know anything, what is good content? It's actually just going in front of a politician and calling them out. And I'm not the only one that has done it. You've seen all these viral videos where people are calling AOC out. People are just yelling stuff now. And, and so I think that these people on CNN they're realizing, hey, maybe if we don't just kiss their ass the whole time, maybe this will be better content. So maybe they're realizing that. Maybe so. I don't know. But um, over in Ohio. Last night during a Fox News town hall, this is Democrat Ohio Senate candidate Tim Ryan. Uh, the lies continue from the left. He claimed that Capitol rioters killed a police officer <laughs> on January 6th, of course. But his claim was uh, it was met with some booze. I don't think it went quite as well as he expected it to go. Watch. This is what I'm saying. They stormed the Capitol on January 6th. 
They beat up 140 police officers, killed killed one. Okay, they killed they killed one. We all, we all, we all watched, we all watched the, we all watched the video, we all watched the video, and I, and I work, I'm, I'm happy to have this conversation, I'm not afraid to have this conversation. Uh, again, just like a total blatant lie, I would love to know which video he's talking about, uh, as Alex mentioned, like, the, were, were you guys following him the next day? Was there a documentary crew like there was with Nancy Pelosi on January 6th? Was there a documentary crew January 7th uh, documenting this man dying not from anything related to the Capitol? And Ashley Babbitt, a veteran, you know, the one person that was shot and killed right in front of everybody. If you mention her name, it's like Voldemort. So it's just very mm -hmm. weird how they can spin this narrative. And it really bugs me, too. And we talk about this all the time, how they compare it to worse than 9-11. It's like it's night and day difference. So that shows you how ingenuine they are. Yeah, it really is, too, because and look, I don't um, we've never condoned the violence that happened no. on January 6th. However, their frustration, so let's compare it to the summer of love of 2020, mm -hmm. right? When cities burned to the ground, businesses burned to the ground, people who had nothing to do with George Floyd or any of these, you know, Antifa or BLM protesters, rioters, frustrations, had their entire livelihoods taken away from them. You could say at least these people took their issues to the people who were responsible for all of their issues, which was, of course, uh, their representatives. Again, I don't think they should have, you know, there shouldn't have been any violence. There shouldn't have been any vandalism. But, you know, maybe police also shouldn't have let them in. Yeah, they were just, to your point, they were, they were just saying during the Summer of Love was a Cuomo that was saying, tell me where it says protests are supposed to be peaceful. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, they were, they were, they were giddy and right. all about it. Yeah. I mean... A federal no, building I, in Portland burned for 60 days, mm -hmm. no arrests. Mm -hmm. Well, I, was that the one that they did at After Hours? Yeah. Or, oh, they, well, they, they set it on fire at nighttime, yeah, so Alex. Okay. It's different. <laughs> yeah, I forget. Okay? It's Sorry. different. Mayor Wheeler made that clear. I forget. Yes, <laughs> what's, what's funny is that a lot of people like him, like they, they were actually in Ohio uh, during this, weren't they? Yes. I, I believe. I but so. you can tell that they're so used to just receiving their talking points from mm -hmm. the DNC. And it's like, see, they, you know, he, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't pull out his little piece of paper and unfold it and go, see, it says right here on my DNC talking points, someone, a cop died at January 6th. But they're so used to saying that stuff to the yeah. people that don't care and will vote for him regardless, and that that's just completely accepted. Now they just say it, you know, nonstop as if, you know, lies are truth. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, it's actually kind of, I'm, I'm a little bit impressed that uh, that he even agreed to do the debate uh, in that forum. You know, Fox News Fox Town News. Hall, yeah. Mm. I know, I, I, I'm very impressed because that is not at all what we've been seeing from, you know, people like, you know, the chick running against Carrie Lake. And, and Katie. You know, Katie Hobbs. It's, uh, it doesn't matter in the end. I mean, you talk about, like, the people that voted for Biden. Uh, they didn't even like Biden. They were just right. voting for vote him. Against because Trump. They're going to be the ones that vote for Fetterman. They, mm -hmm. they know that he has, you know, the cognitive equivalency of a turnip, but they don't care. They're still going to vote for him. That, that race kind of, like, scares me. That's, I mean, that, what is it like? Well, it scares me because even if Oz wins, it's, we don't really win anyway. Well, yeah. that's a whole yeah. other issue. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a whole like, other issue. Do we really win if yeah. Oz gets in? You, 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 you get Romney, basically, right. is what right. you get with, with Oz. Right, which right, exactly. You know, we'll get the majority, but even if it's like a one-seat you know, uh, you know, majority, 
you're never going to know which way he's going to vote. Well, and the sick person in my head is like, put Fetterman in because it's going to be the better content. Him bumbling and stumbling. <laughs> you know, it's going to be like Lurch goes to Washington, D.C. I mean, it's just a reality TV show in the making. That's, so, that's, that's, that's basically a dead heat, I think, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I'm looking at RCP right now. So the RCP average has Fetterman up by 0.6, but it is trending in Oz's direction because he was up by like point plus five. Well, this is not point five plus five. You so see, he's closing the Gap. You see, Zeldin just supposedly took the lead on the Travolger uh, on their yes. survey. And if that holds true, and I mean, I have very That's little crazy. faith in a lot of these elections because all these machines have back doors and Wi-Fi connections and yada, yada, yada. But let me just, uh, for that, let me put on my tinfoil hat. If we trust all elections, <laughs> as a conspiracy theorist, I just want to say all fair, all elections are fair. Uh, but if Zeldin does pull off New York City, which is an incredibly, you know, liberal-leaning state, I think that could be a sign, an indicator for these other places that are more staunchly liberal that are going to go a little more conservative. But even, you know, both the left wing and the right wing are on the same bird crashing into a plate glass window. So, yeah. foil hat. I'm looking at this. Off. I'm looking at this. Zeldin. RCP has them as a tie right now as their average. That's great. I'm just saying, like, some of these candidates are starting to trend the right way right at the right time. Yeah. Right? Because if you look at where they were a week ago, they're trending upwards. So if that continues... I thought Zeldin had no chance. I zero. Know, and I now, know. I mean, now there's... And I don't know how much I trust these polls either, but I just thought, oh, New York, yeah, right. Right. Like people are sick and tired of getting stabbed on the way to the subway train. Yeah, who would have thought? <laughs> who would have thought like, they didn't want to be pushed onto the <laughs> tracks? That, you that, know? That's why these, these, like every single one appears to be a close race. Mm -hmm. And we know that they're not going to tell. So the, the, at the end of the day, on election night, there's going, they're all going to be watched within like 2,000 votes. Right. But they're going to say, oh, can't call anything. Right, right. And two oh, or three days. Oh my gosh, yeah. we had a pipe that burst. Yeah. Crap, we have to stop mm. counting. And then they have to count all the mail-in votes, which mm -hmm. they said they can't start counting, I don't think, right. until election. They've we already laid mm -hmm. that groundwork that we're yes. not going to have the results in yes. time. Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. And the Pennsylvania thing, so luckily in the, the, the state Supreme Court the just said Supreme that Court. you actually have to fill the ballot out correctly mm -hmm. on these mail-in votes and put a date. And they the, didn't yeah. have that before. Yep, yep. So they said uh, the county boards of elections in Pennsylvania has to segregate the mail-in ballots that are not dated on the outer envelope or have an incorrect date and not include them in the final vote tally. You know, I so I read everything they said, in it, but it still sounded shady to me. Because it even said below that that they still take the vote, but they have to segregate the votes. Mm. So it's still there. It'll still be there. I just don't know. I'm just waiting for like a Mark Elias or something like that to swoop in, take it all the way to the National Supreme Court and say, oh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. something because and they use like the Civil Rights Act or something like that to argue these cases. I mean, it, if they wanted to take it further, they can still take it further. There was a Republican that lost a judicial seat. Uh, or or um, an election in back in 2021 in Pennsylvania over this issue. So he he was he was leading by like it was real small. It was but they like threw out the ballots. Five. So they 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 this the they came in through through a case and said, oh, you have to count these uh, undated ballots. He ended up losing by five votes yeah. at the end of it. Wow. Five votes. Yeah. Now, but but look, we're looking at this same scenario yeah. all over the place yeah. with the fate of the House and the Senate at stake here. I mean, 
This could be an even crazier election than the last one. Look, I, I know that, I know we got to take a break, but I know that there are a lot of people, if you're in a state like Pennsylvania, if you're in a state where they did not uh, pass any sort of voter integrity bills, voter reform bills, um, you may be thinking like, well, it doesn't really matter. I, sh I don't need to go out and vote because they're, it, the odds are stacked against us. They're just going to cheat. They're just going to lie, cheat, and steal their way um, through another election. Just trust me on this. Just go vote. Mm -hmm. Okay, just go vote because uh, what's the worst that could happen? Maybe it is what you say, but maybe that doesn't happen. And uh, we actually get people who are competent, who can start running our country so that we're not spending $10 billion every month on, you know, gas and groceries and uh, just all of your necessities in order to feed your family. So I'm just saying, I understand it's frustrating because we don't know how this is going to turn out. We don't know if the Democrats are going to try anything, but you have to go out and vote. Make time for it, please. Please. The fate of our entire Republic depends on it. And I, I do mean that literally. Um, we got to take a quick break first. We want to thank our sponsor, Keeps. So um, Jason was doing great with Keeps, and then he shaved his head off. We shaved his hair off. He didn't shave his head off. That would be, that'd be well, more, more disastrous. When, when I was on Keeps, I was at a gala last year, yeah. and then there was this like hot Italian lady <laughs> that wanted to touch my hair. Yeah. That's, that's how much of a difference it was. I saw her just a couple days ago, and she was so disappointed that she shaved <laughs> Oh, you should have kept it. She didn't want to touch your head at all. Keeps. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you guys, if you are losing your hair, you have got to try Keeps. Uh, it not only will help you keep the hair you have, and a lot of men, it actually uh, stimulates a regrowth of your hair. Um, you have a doctor that's tracking everything. You can contact along the way if you have any questions and they do everything directly to your door. So you take a couple pictures, send it on over and they will ship you the generic versions of these hair loss treatments. So you're gonna save a ton. Uh, you gotta try it out. It's keeps.com slash why. You'll get 50% off of your first order. That is K-E-E-P-S dot com slash why. Yesterday in Miami, Joe Biden, uh, this is of course the leader of the free world, claimed price inflation is down and real incomes are up. Watch. The economy is in fact growing. In fact, the economy grew 2.6% last quarter. And although it may not feel that way, people's incomes went up the last quarter more than inflation. Economic growth is up. Price inflation is down. Real incomes are up. And gas prices are down. <laughs> I don't even, it's so stupid, I don't have a response. Are, are, do you think they kind of fathom that salaries are having to compensate because of inflation? And yeah, people are getting paid? Is that true? I mean, like, is that true? <laughs> that was like the, they, they had to delete a tweet today. Did you guys see that? Yes. Yeah, about the, about the more, like the social security, like, rose, you know, to seniors. And then Twitter actually fact-checked, and this never would have happened under the old regime. Mm -hmm. yeah. They were like, oh, uh, yeah, because inflation went up, because of the equation it had to. Uh... I, I'm starting to wonder if his... Yeah, they said, so they said seniors are getting the biggest increase in their Social Security checks in 10 years through President Biden's leadership. Yeah, because the, the dollar's worth nothing anymore, so they have to. But, uh, I mean, you just look at, like, the, how everybody's struggling right now, and I, t I say this joke all the time, but Little Caesars Pizza, they have, they're known for this $5 hot and ready pizza, the pepperoni or cheese. It's been $5 for the past, like, 30 years, basically. Didn't matter about inflation, didn't matter about world wars, didn't matter what was going on. You could go to any Little Caesars location and get a $5 hot and ready. In 2022, after Joe Biden has become president for two years, they've had to tr raise the price to $7.58. With tax, it's nearly eight, it's over $8. So that is your litmus test of inflation. If the cheapest pizza possible has a 40% increase, you can extrapolate that to everything. I know that's weird, 
But I'm telling you, those are the families. Big that, difference. Those are the people that are struggling, the ones that have to eat that pizza, that have to go to the grocery store, and they see the Oreos are 50% more. So the inflation might not affect Joe Biden, but it's crushing the families that are just, you know, trying to afford to feed their families. The, the, his spin cracked me up because he was like, I know it don't feel like it. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, what's your point here? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I know you're suffering, not. but the stats that I have say otherwise. Right. Like, the stats what? that my team has manipulated <laughs> just not say that. Exactly it's like, right. oh, cool, thanks. <laughs> um, so he also, in this particular speech, claimed that he went to a historically black institution, Delaware State, to watch. It's great to be at Florida Memorial University, one of the nation's great HBCUs. <laughs> I'm a big fan of HBCUs. I got my start at one of those other HBCUs, Delaware State University. He didn't go there. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good, man. Anyway. <laughs> Joe Biden went smiling. to the University of Delaware, not Delaware State. Yeah. That's that's where Alex is like. I mean, it's just so bad. I mean, so it'd be bad. like I went to Harvard or I mean, I went to whatever. He's just making schools up. And then he also lied about where he graduated in his uh, law school uh, class. I mean, he just he didn't even know where he went to school. Hey, is he so dumb? And I, and I would hate for this to be reality. Does he actually think he went to Delaware State? Like That's he, the problem is that nobody knows. Is he lying intentionally or is he so far gone that he just doesn't remember things? Because he's over here in the last couple of weeks. He said multiple times that his son, Bo Biden, died. In Iraq. Yeah, I know, and he died of cancer. It's not true. I mean, yeah, yeah well, he died of cancer, not in Iraq. But he actually kind of did die from Iraq because they had the burn pits that were so close to the army bases. And this is another, once again, once again, I put on a tinfoil hat. Because of the burn pits that were so close to all of the military bases, that's why they say there's higher that's cancer. That's fine, rates. but that's not what Joe Biden said. I know that's not what Joe Biden said. I'll think of that, but he said he died. <laughs> He died later of brain cancer, probably. Yeah, from he this says he case. died in Iraq. Yeah, that's what he says. I, I, I think he's both in cognitive decline, obviously. Yeah. But I also think that he's he's the he's the stereotypical politician that the left is supposed to hate, and he's been doing this since his entire career. If you if you go back, through, you know, just you Google all these things where he's publicly lied or plagiarized or whatever, mm -hmm. yeah. it goes back to what the forever 70s or something mm -hmm. like that and they used to call him out on like big you know dateline tonight yeah. you know by Johnny Carson called him yeah. out there's if you guys want to see the best clip type in Johnny Carson Joe Biden he called Joe Biden in really yeah. yes oh my gosh you guys got to pull the Johnny Carson and Joe Biden uh, you'll, you'll wow. be like what it's amazing though but he is the stereotypical politician like they're supposed they supposedly hate this type of person he's corrupt mm -hmm. you know he uses he, he enriches his family based off of his position he he lies all the time just to gain support. Like, I don't, I don't, this is what cracks me up on the people in the, in the crowd just love it. Well, you know? he was never meant to be president again. So just the fact that they put him back up is insane. So I don't know. Um, I, I want to uh, go to Joe Biden attempting to explain. <laughs> I still don't know where he was going with this. He's attempting to explain something that happened in the 21st century or the 20th or the 30th, 40th. I, I don't know. Watch. Well, if anybody think if we we're doing it for the first time now in the 21st century, going into the 20th, from the 20th century going into the second quarter of the 21st century, <laughs> that we'd say 12 years is enough? Think 12 years is enough in the, going into 20, 30, 40, 50? <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. What's, what's happening? Random numbers. <laughs> it's just like. It's really bad, guys. It's, it's bad. really bad. He got this close from saying his ATM code right out there in front of everyone. <laughs> I was just like, he was like, oh, crap.
you could you like can see the short circuit happening where he's just like I oh I'm saying numbers now I'm gonna keep saying numbers 20 30 40 50 he is, he is it sounds exactly like Fetterman during the debate yes. like all of a sudden they just like short circuit they say something completely doesn't make any sense and they just kind of leave it you I know, still argue that Biden is sharper than Fetterman though <laughs> even like that I, I feel like he's a little bit sharper but he's he's short circuit short circuiting whoever's in his earpiece trying to you know String him along and what to say. They, I think they're they're they've broken down. They don't even know what to try to make him say anymore. So, well, at least he doesn't have to use closed captioning to get through some of these town halls. Exactly right. <laughs> right, and it's like okay, so we've given you the assistance that you've requested, and you still suck. So, like, did you see what the are we supposed to make of this? Did you see he said amazing rice instead of amazing race? <laughs> He's like, this is an amazing rice between us. That's what, mm-hmm. oh, I got to pull it. That's another of our video. They're just talking to him, and it's just fed him. like, this is going to be an amazing rice. They're like, you mean amazing race? <laughs> it's just, he, they can't even say simple No, words. my favorite is when he was like, hello, everyone, good night. Yeah. <laughs> That, so undefeated, awkward. undefeated it's with so that awkward. answer. Um, That's how right. badly he wanted it to be over. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, 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 the first yeah, statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, all right, I just I showed my face. Now I have to go. Bye bye. We'll see ya. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> but not even like a good evening, but it's good night. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, this yeah. is debatable. Um, so I want to play one more Biden clip for you. Just as a reminder, this is where we're at, people. So again, go freaking vote on Tuesday. Make it a point. No excuses. Uh, at a different point during the day, this is Joe Biden trying to explain inflation. You tell me if he was successful, watch. That's what I call inflation. At the end of the month, what you have left, you have no money, that's inflation. What's, what do you, the things you need, are they going up? <laughs> and they are, <laughs> they are. Poor guy. Okay. I don't get the point <laughs> I don't think anyone, I don't think Joe Biden gets the point either, Jason. I think he's just talking. He's just talking. I think that that's a, I, I a love, really good spot, guys. What I really love watching them squirm on this is they know that they royally screwed themselves over this issue, and they do not know how to address it. They don't know how to address it. With, uh, they, other than saying, no, 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 don't believe your lion eyes. We're here to tell you things are not as bad as you think they are. Right. That's the, that's the only way that I've seen them address it. I, yeah. We know that you're feeling pain, right. but don't worry about it. This is definitely not a recession. Even right. though that's the definition of a recession, we're not in a recession. Right. Nobody right. buys this crap. Right. No one does. And I, I have to tell, like, every Republican who is running right now who wins needs to set the stage immediately. Things are not getting better overnight. It is going to take a very long time mm-hmm. to dig us out of what Joe Biden's administration and the left in Congress has done because you see Joe Biden is already setting the stage. You see the Democrats already setting the stage. Last week he went out and said, um, if Republicans get in office, everything's gonna be worse. Inflation's gonna be worse. All these things are gonna be worse because they know that it's already going to get worse and they just wanna blame it on the Republicans. So the Republicans need to come out and create messaging to combat that because the Democrats are gonna be able to blame it on them if Republicans are not very clear. This is not getting fixed overnight, but we can promise you we're gonna take steps to fix it, whereas the other side is not. No, you know that. Because, you know, whatever legislation they put in, it takes time, but it's just the big indication is when he cut off the Keystone Pipeline his first day in office, we need to do that same thing. But vice versa, you know, open things up, become more energy independent if we get more conservative in the red wave. Go back to when Reagan took over after Carter. I mean, things were equally bad, inflation, everything. A lot of a lot of very similar things happening now is what Reagan faced. And he 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 tackled it pretty quickly. I mean, it was it was a big turnaround. But um, I don't know if we have a Republican today 
I don't know, that, that could do what Reagan would, was doing, which was cutting taxes, but at the same time, cutting, cutting spending. spending. Yeah. And that's what he did, and that's what led to this recovery really fast. There's no way in hell anybody on the left is going to do something like that. Yeah. Um, all right, we got to take a quick break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So Patriot Mobile is one of the only companies who is truly putting their money where their mouths are. They're putting money, they're investing money in local elections like school districts, school boards, and uh, they were a big part of all of these Supreme Court cases that uh, actually went in the way of conservatives. They're taking a portion of your bill and they're funding conservative causes and candidates who believe in what you believe in, the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, the Second Amendment, and they have been successful. They've got affordable plans for you, your family, even your business. They have the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers. They all share the same towers now, so there's really not a difference. And you know that you are supporting conservative values with every call. You can go to patriotmobile.com news. Get free activation with the offer code news. By the way, if you are a veteran or first responder, you're going to save even more, so make sure that you let them know over at patriotmobile.com slash news. That is patriotmobile.com slash news. The ex-wife of former NBA player Dwayne Wade has filed a court motion to stop her child's gender transition. She says Dwayne Wade is exploiting their son. Now, uh, she claims that Wade has been exploiting Zaya, who came out who came out, I'd like to put that in air quotes, came out as transgender at the age of 12, Zaya uh, wishes to be legally identified as female. And so she has asked a judge to hold off on the legal name change, saying that Zaya's modeling contracts and influencer deals are Wade's impetus for going ahead with the gender transition. She says, I have concerns that Dwayne may be pressuring our child to move forward with the name and gender change in order to capitalize on the financial opportunities that he has received from companies. And, um, you know, she's crazy, so radical. She wants her child to wait until the age of 18 before changing his name. And um, she says that she had a conversation with Dwayne Wade in April where he explained the extent of the financial benefits of the sex change of their child. And uh, she claims he told me that he intended to make our child very famous due to the name and gender issue and also informed me that there would be endorsements and contracts associated therewith. It is honestly appalling oh. to me that we are talking about this in 2022 with all of the things that we know, all of the problems that we know, all of the side effects that we've seen, that all of these issues, that all of these, these medi medications, uh, the hormones, the puberty blockers, and then... Don't get me started on the mutilation of children. Like we know that all of these things are happening and we're still having this conversation because it's trendy and you could like, I don't know, make money being an influencer. I didn't let my daughter use makeup at a young age for crying out loud. Yeah. And now these parents are jumping onto that boat. I mean, that's what's amazing to me is how once these stories come out, they're not instantly arrested for crying out loud. I know. For pushing this along, a 12-year-old? Like, what? Think about all this dumb stuff I've heard Child Protective Services has shown up to a house mm -hmm. for. Mm -hmm. But this is just, they don't even bat an eye at this. Yeah, you like- What time is and age is, it, is this? A parent spanks their child once and they get like CPS at their door, you know, uh, trying to take their kids away from them. But you can completely, irreversibly change your young child's life before they're ready to comprehend it. And that's totally okay. Surgically mutilate a child before they even know what the hell is going on. 
Like they, 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 don't, they, don't even, they can't even comprehend the stuff that they're hearing, and then they're making a decision off of the things they don't even comprehend. But this is all okay. And the worst part about it is they get rewarded. Like Dylan Mulvaney, who has, you know, been a woman for 200 days, you know, quote-unquote been a woman for 200 days, obviously, gets to go in front of the White House and talk to Joe Biden. And this is, this, this is really the, the probably saddest part is this is just one of many circumstances where parents are using their kids' gender, you know, reassignment for clout mm-hmm. on the Internet for likes. And that's exactly what Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union are doing because if the biological mother says hey I don't want my son to have gender reassignment surgery until they're of age that should be the minimum requirement that they follow it's like all right Right. you know hon yeah we know that this gonna cost us a few million dollars in endorsements but we can wait three more years three more Christmases and then he can cut his penis off all he wants but until then, I think a parent at least both parents should be in full approval even though it shouldn't be their decision whatsoever but the fact that she looks like the bad guy, the biological mother, for wanting to save her son's genitals, that's how you know we're in the upside-down clown world. Yeah, it's like no that's one... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. 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 What are you about to say? Now we got the conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan Mulvaney. Yes. Okay. Not real. A, what? A plant to get us all to to freak out and overreact, and then they come out and say, "Oh, yeah, I was just, I was Josh." No, the I don't know. I like his tinfoil right? hat though, but it's, he does seem like no. he's a plant. Well, have you seen the it pictures of him real. where he's a Mormon and and he's in his? Have you seen the pictures of him as a boy with Ellen Page? With Ellen Page, and then one that. where, he's, where he, one where he did his Mormon thing, where he so he's like a good. I didn't know he was a Mormon. Yeah, I mean, it just looked like he was a good Christian kid at one point. I mean, obviously he's kind of oh, gone. I think you need that. Yeah, I, I, you know what I mean. I, I'm not saying he was some great Christian kid, but yeah, he probably is. Like, why does he get 8 million TikTok followers? Why does he get all the brand endorsement deals? I'm not saying he's fake. I think he's probably really doing it, but it's just weird how... But his, 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 his uh, little act of being a woman is degrading So women. degrading. So it how do you, is. How do you get away? Yeah, good point. It's so, <laughs> so degrading. Just the women. act of, of the whole thing is degrading, but then it goes yeah. over like times a million with like, oh my gosh, it's an insect. Oh my yeah. gosh, isn't this lovely? I'm so scared. I'm a woman. I'm scared. Right. Like, that's not oh, how How about his little bit with the tampons? Oh, yeah, Did for his Barbie that? pouch. Oh, yeah. that's, if I you said Barbie pouch, I saw that on, on Crowder. Dave Landau said, like, if, if you would have said, if, if Donald Trump would have said, grab him by the Barbie pouch, he would not have won the, yeah. the 2016 yeah. election because that's so creepy. Or Barbie pocket. Or maybe. Barbie pocket, Barbie whatever. Pocket. It's weird. Well, but the tampon thing, he was like, oh, I want to see how this works and, like, dissolved it in a in a cup of water and was like, oh, it looks like a butterfly. Oh, that's so great. I'm like... Yeah, that's really what women think when they have their periods. Oh, it looks like a butterfly. I'm so excited about my period. Honey, if you are bleeding down there, you need to visit a doctor immediately. Mm-hmm. Dylan. <laughs> you need to like that's not okay. That's not you there's no reason for you to have tampons. If you do and you're bleeding, go to the emergency room. Please. Yeah, but in all California high schools, it's now obligated for them to have tampons in the male restroom. Get oh the hell out of California <laughs> if you have any sort of sanity left. Um, re- okay, so really quickly, just along with this particular topic, uh, a right to know request filed by the Pennsylvania Family Institute revealed that this is just since 2015. $16.7 million has been spent on gender-affirming treatments for minors. This is not adults. This is just minors. That This includes puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and surgeries, including, of course, the double mastectomies. Um, and there was almost a 5,000% increase in spending on gender-affirming care for minors between those years, 2015 and 2021. Um, but that's not, it's not that it's trendy. 
is that's just pure coincidence that it's <laughs> been all of this, this full increase. Um, in 2016, the Pennsylvania Department of Human Services announced the state Medicaid program would start covering all medically necessary, they call it, gender transition services. And of course, that same year, spending on that jumped 755% to $668,000. This is all done under, of course, Rachel Levine, as we know, the world's most beautiful transgender woman, just the mm -hmm. epitome of, of feminine and grace. And look at that. Look at that elegant looking broad. This is beautiful. Wow. I've never seen anything more beautiful in my life. <laughs> like the Mona Lisa. I, I mean, mean, just timeless beauty. When you think of femininity, you think of Rachel Levine, right? I do. See, that, this is why I had to stop taking keeps and grow my hair longer, because that's what I would look like. <laughs> <laughs> you wish you could be that beautiful. Just no, a I mean. dude with long hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it is, it's really sad. You know, you look at this, this report of the increase all of a sudden. You look at the, um, we cover, we've covered on the show in the, like, the red states and the blue states, like how many more gender transition clinics gender-affirming clinics have come, uh, have popped up in those states where, you know, you got some crazy radical people who are trying to do this to their children. It's like, no, this is, it's literally just a trend. It's just a trend to abuse your children now. Well, the amount of people that are doing the gender reassignment surgery in Los Angeles compared to Cleveland, Ohio is like, you know, 10,000 percent more. So obviously it's all just organic and, and acceptance. There's nothing Right. There's nothing, you know. It's, you know we're not, they're not indoctrinating no, children. No, and there's nobody encouraging them to do it. No, it's all their choice. N yeah, yeah. No, Jason. Mm. No, when they go to school and their their teachers are teaching them all of these things, and they can go to a, a public, uh, an elementary school library and check out Gender Queer, <laughs> and read all about these sexual positions and how they too can be gender queer. That doesn't have anything to do with this no. increase, right? No, nothing at all. Yeah. And then you, you really have to like trace it back to, because I always wonder, like, why are they doing this? Like, they're all jumping on board. Like, this is a, yeah, this is the thing that we have to support. But why? Like, they don't. Ha there's no rights being infringed. Like, if someone wants to dress up like a girl and just declare that they're a girl. That per person can do that. Like you, destruction of the nuclear family. Mm -hmm. There's the destruction of the nuclear family. There's you go all the way back to eugenics, and mm -hmm. I, I could put on yeah, you have the hat right here. But, but I mean, this this goes all the way back, and I'll I'll just I'll just say okay, it. Okay. Wow. Population control. Mm -hmm. Wow. That, population that is control. it. Population control. And, and and there and there actually is a historical <laughs> basis for that fact. I mean, you read that. Have I brought this up on yes. the show before? Yes. The of yes. I think it was yes. with all of us. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Population control. That's what it was all about. Mm -hmm. And now they've kind of spun their like things that they're supposed to really care about. You know, the civil rights issues mm -hmm. that they really care about. They don't even know this started by eugenicists way mm -hmm. back in the day. The more you know. The more you yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I feel like we you should just keep it, it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That needs to be here. There you go. There you go. All right, we got to take a quick break, but we do want to thank our sponsor, uh, U.S. Law Shield. So for those of you who hadn't heard, I just went, I found out about this free concert that they were um, hosting with Dirk Bentley, and it was so freaking fun. It was really good. And uh, apparently they're doing these like all across uh, the country. They're doing these free concerts. There's another one coming up with U.S. Law Shield. This one is in Houston and it's got Leonard Skinner and of course, Brett Michaels. This is going to be the one to be at. This concert is a thank you for being part of the U.S. Law Shield family. And they're trying to show their appreciation to their members and their friends. And they're just throwing an awesome party. We had a date night. It was Amazing. You guys got to go there. It's this Sunday, November 6th at the Toyota Center in Houston. And you can get those tickets for free. Again, this is free. I went to Dirk Bentley for free 
because U.S. Law Shield is so cool. You got to go to the U.S. Law Shield Facebook page. Get your free tickets to an awesome show. It is facebook.com slash U.S. Law Shield. A 53-year-old man in Norway uh, named Jorund Victoria Aim Alm now identifies as a disabled woman. Uh, this is an interview that, that he did with Good Morning Norway. He said he had always wished that he had been born a woman who was paralyzed from the waist what? down. That's so ridiculous. <laughs> and he doesn't actually have any physical handicaps, but uh, he currently utilizes a wheelchair almost all the time. Shockingly enough, in addition to gender dysphoria, he also claims to have body integrity disorder, citing a dissonance between how he perceives himself and how his body functions. He says it's, it's just a cognitive dissonance that uh, he, he feels like he's a paralyzed person, woman, actually. So um, that's just what he does. And, you know, it's like we said, this is the, you extend all of these, all of the logic that the left uses for gender. This is where you go. This is the logical conclusion of where you go. I support this, actually. Yeah, me too. I've been a fake paraplegic at Walmart for years, so I can drive the cart there. So, yeah, I know what it's like. Six Flags? That's what I'm saying. Six Flags, when you get in the cart, the electronic wheelchair, it's kind of nice. So (laughs) I can't really throw uh, stones if I live in a glass house. I mean, I'm just saying, like, again, this is the logical conclusion of where you go. So it's like, sure, yeah, do that. Do that and let all of the same people who support it when it comes to changing gender, let all of them say that this is wrong. It's like, what is the difference? Yeah, there's not. What is the difference? When this first started becoming an issue, I think we even talked about it, maybe even on this show way back in the day. Yes, About like there was someone that like identified as a dragon or something like that. Yeah. And other people that identify as animals. Trees. the yeah. trees, mm-hmm. but they won't look at that as, as nuts. But yeah, but the gender thing, yeah, that that's totally totally legit, and don't right. even mess with it. But right. the animals and all that stuff, no. Like, why? Like literally, what is the difference? Yeah. It's well, that's a slippery slope. We're gonna go to where that's gonna be socially acceptable too, because now you have people like Joe Rogan complaining there's litter boxes in people's classrooms. You know, I just think this is a natural machination of people are going to identify as whatever the hell they want. Perhaps Ronnie the Rat? Ronnie the Rat! You guys got a rat? I'm a trans rat. So I'm all about identifying as whatever you want to identify as. Oh, my gosh. Um, all right. We got to uh, we got to take a quick break. But I just want to remind you guys that uh, over at theblaze.com slash election guide, you can receive a free copy of Blaze Media's Ultimate Guide to the Midterms. They'll deliver it straight to your inbox. And uh, they'll send you everything you need to know to be ready for for the big election night on Tuesday. That is theblaze.com slash election guide. Obama has begun collaborating with TikTokers to try and rally support for Democrats ahead of the midterms. Here's just one of those collaborations, watch. It's Monday night and here's what's happened. Me. What are, you, what are you doing under my desk? Well, under the desk is kind of my thing. I mean, but here's the thing. You can stay for now, but when it comes time to voting, you're going to have to get up because you've got climate change legislation on the ballot. You've got gun safety and if we can elect more pro-choice members of Congress. We can reinstitute Roe versus Wade as the law of the land. So you can't stay here. You're going to have to take a little bit of time to vote. It's now a bad time to say that I voted for McCain in 2008. Eh, as long as you voted. <laughs> okay. okay. Go to IWillVote.com and I will see you at the polls. She did not vote for McCain. No. I don't believe that at all. Well, why are they bringing up Patch McCain right there? They love Patch. He didn't care if he voted for McCain. It's just, you know, a party vote. This so. is really embarrassing. 
It's I'm I'm embarrassed for that. Dylan Mulvaney gets to hang out with Joe Biden and that Jack Leg, whoever that freak is under the table, gets to hang out with Obama. Like, why don't they have any serious people to surround? Because serious people don't support them. The crazy thing is there was that. Sorry, Alex. (laughs) No, I like it. It's fine. (laughs) That recent FBI whistleblower that said that the DOJ and FBI were going after misinformation or influencers, you Mm -hmm. know, that Mm -hmm. specifically on social media. And uh, so they're going to go off anything that counters its opposite of what they were talking about. They'll be fine to weaponize social media and TikTok and all that stuff. But conservatives? No, no, no. FBI kicked down their doors. Yeah, it's, God, it's really embarrassing. I I fully support banning TikTok in this country. Mm -hmm. I really do. I'm Mm -hmm. totally on board with that. Um, All right, we've got to, uh, we got to go. But make sure that if you have not yet subscribed to Blaze TV, we've got a really fun election night coming up. You can use promo code NEWS for some savings over at blazetv.com. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.